0: Welcome to Sea Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Anne. And it's a beautiful day out there today. Sure is. Yesterday was beautiful also. The humidity is gone, hopefully for the rest of the summer. Mm-hmm. A stretch of these days would be great. Yeah. But we're here to talk about issues and mm-hmm. uh, some big stories. And and one of the biggest stories out there right now is Norfolk County Treasurer Mike Bellotti says he will not run for city councilor at large.
1: Mm-hmm. That was big news. It was a big was surprise. Big it was a big surprise to me, but you know. I'll take it.
0: Yep. So after about a week or a week, two weeks, maybe, I, I don't know. He... Yeah.
1: I'm not sure either because I usually put my papers in and I go right to campaigning. So. Yeah.
0: So he said in the paper, it's just not the right time as he works to run the the county's finances and balance time with his family.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is, our, uh, and all of us that are on the council, we have to do that. I have a full-time day job. Yeah, it's a
0: noble reason to <laughs> spend yeah. more time with your family Absolutely. always. And then he said, we're dealing with a lot of things at the county level. Mm-hmm. It's not the best time from a family aspect. His daughter's graduating high school. So yeah. he's, he's interested in soaking up time with his family. Yep. We wish him well. But I know you'll be campaigning like there is somebody.
1: <laughs> it doesn't change how I go about things. My strategy is always the same. I work extremely hard. I, I, I want to be there to be um, to be able to ask the questions that we all want to know the answers to. So I'm going to work hard. I'm going to ask you all for your votes. And we'll just continue to go down as if we have 12 people running against us. <laughs> right. And we have I, we have four running for three seats. So we still have a race.
0: Right. The last big story. Well, that's kind of new is uh, Jewett Street to the Conservation mm-hmm. Commission uh, approved it
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, the zoning
1: a very contentious um, conservation meeting
0: right and uh, we have our last podcast was dedicated to that so yeah. if you haven't heard that one go yeah. back and try to listen to that but in when it got to zoning which uh, was the
1: following week Tuesday. Following week
0: they they postponed it Yeah. Until a curious time.
1: After the elections.
0: After the elections.
1: So it is curious because two things happen here. So the um, Lottie taking himself out of the race and this one being postponed until after an election. And the other talk of town was there was a poll. There was
0: a poll. (laughs) There was a a
1: big poll that was going around. I did not get it, but I got a lot of phone calls. I've been to the doors at a coffee hour that they were talking about it. And, you know, it, it went through pretty much everybody. And the results are in. Too bad we can't have yeah, them to share with you.
0: <laughs> they were probably in before some of those decisions were made.
1: I think they were, yeah. But, you know, it's just coinc- coincidence. But that is a big that is a big subject. Uh, along with people, you know, letting me know that Michael Bellotti had stepped out of the race, the other question was, do you think it had anything to do with the poll? I don't because I don't have access
0: to the, um,
1: the results of that poll.
0: But, but that, if someone would like to share the results. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I, I don't have them, so I can't. But if they do, come on, come <laughs> on aboard. So, yeah. Hmm?
0: Leak them. Yeah. So the next thing we want to talk about is uh, the mayor had his podcast on last Thursday or Friday, I mm-hmm. forget. And it was funny thing. It was, it was re- Friday. Friday. <laughs> I remember. Uh, <laughs> regarding the three recent land or property a- purchases with COVID money. So yeah, so he, he seems
1: he, he def- seems to be reviewing the three COVID. He seems to it's be funny. answering the questions that we've been bringing up, which is the three purchases, the Monroe Building, the Town River Marina. And the Verk building. So um yeah. which is interesting because, you know, up until now we did know about the Monroe building because the city council was about to vote no on it. And then it came out, he withdrew it from the city council and he decided that, you know, he was going to use COVID money. So we none of us want that, but that's what he's using the COVID money for. And then the Town River was the next one. So he he basically tried to explain why he was purchasing those lands.
2: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So I know we have a clip, so mm-hmm. why don't we listen to that? Mm-hmm.
2: And again, we're using federal money and it's for future use. Um, I anticipate to go to the council probably sometime next year with a full plan um, that I talked about before for a, for a home for the college and perhaps uh, a home for a portion of City Hall that's in the glass building. So
0: in that clip, he mentions it's federal money mm-hmm. uh, for future use, I think he says, and that he's going to bring a full plan in front of the council probably next year.
1: Yeah. What's interesting about that is he he had the building in front of us to purchase the building, and he had to withdraw it because the the votes weren't there. So if the votes weren't there to buy the building, I'm not yeah. sure how the votes are going to be there to build the building the um when when the president of, of co- the college came before us, they just don't have the numbers and it was it was asked to them to go back and see if it could go into the state program if it goes into the state program, Quincy College has a viable like lifespan, it can actually it can actually survive. This is not the right plan, and it is everywhere I go, Kevin. Every door I knock on, when I go to the grocery store, wherever I am, everybody is talking about the Monroe Building and Quincy College, and they don't want it. They they're talking to...
0: about the right Monroe Building. No, Monroe they're talking. They're
1: they're not confused about what building they're talking about. They're talking about the Monroe Building, and they don't want us to purchase it. And it is purchased. They don't want us to use COVID money, and they do not. They do not want the city of Quincy taxpayers do not want to pay for Quincy College to have a new home campus paid for by the city residents of the city of Quincy. It is clear that they don't want that.
0: And he he even mentioned that he was going to go with his original plan and use it as a city hall, too, which that that is nothing to do with tourism Mm -hmm. and even the tourism funds that we looked up. Um, it's aid to tourism aid
1: to tourism so the covid use of money is definitely being stretched um in the right the, and there's a lot of boxes being checked and this is this is what the administration says they checks all the boxes and if it doesn't we can uncheck the boxes and we can sell right. it so it's very confusing as to what's going to happen and like i said it will be it, it would be i would just pay attention to the people and listen to what people want they do not want us to be building a campus for Quincy College. They wanted to go into the state program, and that is where our energy should be focused for Quincy College. Right.
0: And if a counselor changes their vote now, they're going to look pretty silly.
1: Well, it's probably going to be after the election, Kevin. And, you know, unfortunately, I can't control what the what right. people are going to say. But if if everybody was saying no to buying a building, I don't know how they could come back and miraculously say yes to building a building.
0: He always has so. two yes votes. And mm-hmm. Folks at home, you can guess who they are. Mm-hmm. But um, even one of those was wavering. So mm-hmm. let's see. So th- the next issue, a uh, next purchase that he talked about was the Town River Marina. Mm-hmm. And yep. I want folks to pay attention to the timeline. The Timeline's key. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll go through it. Yep. On June 14th, the Park and Rec Board had a meeting mm-hmm. where they proposed that the, the administration purchase the marina. So right? well,
1: my understanding of that was that the commissioner of natural resources went and did a presentation to the park and recreation board asking, you know, showing them why it would be a great idea to purchase it. They voted unanimously and said it should go back to the mayor's office. And then on June 21st,
0: right on June 21st at a city council meeting, mm-hmm.
1: which I you, didn't know anything about the park and rec meeting.
0: Right. Nobody did. Yeah. And you asked Mr. Walker mm-hmm. if we were going to buy the marina mm-hmm. and we'll
2: play that clip.
1: Okay. So there's, so the, is a the city in the process of acquiring that marina <laughs> seventh artery then?
2: Council, I don't know. Okay,
1: just want that on the record. So we are, as far as we know, we're not purchasing that land over there. And if we were to be purchasing that land, we would be, we would be hopefully knowledgeable about that on the city council. Correct? Okay, great. Thank you very much, Madam Chair. For me, it was clear that that wasn't something that they were discussing.
0: Right. And and you even went ahead and said, Mm -hmm. because if you do, you'll be back here before the council, correct? That we would know about it. I
1: wanted to know about it.
0: Yeah. So, So, I mean,
1: the fact that I didn't get any special phone calls, right? (laughs) I found out on June 30th.
0: (laughs) And then on June 30th, the Patriot Ledger Mm -hmm. and the Sun, the Quincy Park and Recreation Board unanimously approved a resolve to encourage Mm -hmm. Mayor Thomas Koch to investigate acquiring the property
1: they have a lot of power <laughs> <laughs> no and i don't blame i don't blame the park and rec department because that, that board because they were being shown a presentation but it, this the article that came out on june 30th and again we put this on the in the in our on our um, bottom so you can read it again no. it's going to be just telling the a resolve to encourage I, w- I had a resolve to encourage the mayor to go check out the state for um for quincy college but they didn't do that but but this you know june 30th okay
0: june 30th and then july 1st of
1: was was cut to Pompeo Motors, the owner of the Town River Marina and the buildings over there.
0: Okay. And then on July 30th, -hmm. $4.5 million is spent and the seal is complete. And the seal is complete. Yep.
1: So the marina is now owned by the the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. Okay.
0: But we haven't even got to the big reveal yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the big reveal is we have a document that says (laughs) May 27th
1: hmm 2021.
0: Yep. <laughs> a purchase and sale agreement was signed between the city and Pompeo Motors.
1: So this deal was not negotiated after July 30th. And yep. it was not negotiated after June 14th.
0: And the park and rec had nothing to do with it. Nothing. They were fronting.
1: On May 27th, the purchase and sale was signed. Now, a purchase and sale is not obligatory. Uh, it's just saying that there's two no, people. But, have, yeah, but the but intention the was there. The and, int- yep. The intention was the in, timeline. Hmm?
0: The city, Mr. Walker is what head of, chief of staff. Chief of staff. Um, claimed he knew nothing about
1: it. Hard to believe.
0: Hard to believe. And yeah. hard to believe the mayor knew nothing about it. And Somebody
1: it. tells me the same thing might have happened with the Monroe Building, but I can't prove that. But I can prove it with the uh, Town River. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: So the- So then the, so it doesn't sound like they're going to bring it back in front of the council mm-hmm. before they purchased it because it's purchased, right? Yeah, it's already purchased. And there's a chapter 30 mm-hmm. and the charter.
1: The city's charter. That's the rules that we all play by. So when you get elected into the city of Quincy, we follow these rules because they're your rules, taxpayers and residents of the city of Quincy.
0: (laughs) So I'll read this as best I can. Uh, Section 30, Mm -hmm. at the request of any department, Mm -hmm. and with the approval of the mayor and city council under plan A, with the approval of the city council under plan D or E, the city council may, in the name of the city, purchase or take by eminent domain under a chapter 79 any land within its limits for any municipal purpose. Whenever the price proposed to be paid for land for any municipal purpose is more than 25% higher than its average assessed valuation during the previous three years, the land shall not be purchased, but shall be taken as foresaid. And this is the key part, I think. No land shall be taken or purchased until an appropriation by loan or otherwise for the general purpose for which land is needed has been made by the city council by a two-thirds vote of all its members. Nor shall a price be paid in excess of the appropriation unless a larger sum is awarded by a court or a competent jurisdiction.
1: Mm-hmm. So there's, that's, so it's, there's a, a few it, things to get in. It's our charter, and it's also a state law. So otherwise, so if it's a, if it's a bond, if we so when we went out and we bought, um, let me see, I think I think in the podcast, the mayor's podcast, he used. Um, Harriet ave and he used eventide both of which were voted by the council and bonds were created for those before so, the purchase. before the before the purchase so the so what would ha- and an appraisal was done so you could see the appraisal and it was brought before the city council the reasons were brought before the city council i think Ian kane introduced it for Harriet ave and i wasn't there for Eventide, but in general it would come before the council of bond money was monies would be allocated to the purchase the vote would be taken if it's two-thirds of the vote the acquisition would happen however town river marina was used covid money to which this administration thinks that it's i guess it's a giant piggy bank that he can spend it any way he wants well, and um and it does have to come before the city council cuz the otherwise any at, wherever the money's identified it should be coming back before the city council and right. the city councilors elected city council should be outraged by this because the monroe building was bad enough but these were never even identified as a dream of Things that, right, things and I know come. this
0: isn't the first time this issue was raised. I nope. know Councilor Finn, Councilor-at-Large mm-hmm. Joe Finn, mm-hmm. um, raised the issue mm-hmm. with, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it was in regards to, I think it was Creed and Field, which in the end he said yes to. But it was also for Furnace Ave.
0: Furnace yeah. Ave, on Twenty Furnace Ave was the other one where they the city just went and bought bought, bought land without telling.
1: Uh, to one of his friends. I think it's council. Dan Flynn as his friend.
0: So we have a clip from the mayor. Um,
1: from his podcast. He didn't give it to
0: you. No, he didn't give it to us. And it's about the city council and what he would have to, why he didn't bring it in front of the council, I guess. Mm -hmm. So let's let's listen to that.
2: And I understand if I tried to do this with the city council, those votes would be very, very difficult because, um, you know, the whole spending money, I get it. The public, you know, they're concerned about their, their taxes and all. So this was a federal source. That meets the uh, parameter of how we could spend it. So uh, it's a TUFA. We get these. So he's kind of
0: admitting that he wasn't going to get the votes there either. So he's just. Well,
1: I think it's, it's just a timing of everything, too. So, so, so to suggest that the, the, the real issues that I'm having, too, is that it's a convenient thing to say, if we don't buy this, development might happen there. And if we don't buy it here, development might not happen here. And nobody wants to have development. And I'm not gonna bring it to the city council because I might not have the votes, which that's crazy because your charter says you have to bring it before the yeah. city council. You're the mayor of the city of Quincy. That's you follow the charter. That's what you got elected to do. You got elected by the people to run the city, but you follow the charter. The charter are your rules. Right. And you're managed you, know, it's a it's a form a of government, strong mayor, weak council. The council
0: But there is a council. There's a
1: council. (laughs) And we're only as weak as our voices and our votes. And in this particular case, I guess he was suggesting they might have been too strong for him.
0: Right. (laughs) They would have said no. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's the whole thing about the secrecy. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's funny, in the latest podcast, the mayor mentions something about um, Mm -hmm. finding out things in the press before. So why don't we listen to that?
2: Yeah. We were at ninety five thousand. Now we're at what one hundred and two thousand or something. We're right in the city. It's right? uh, yeah, one hundred and one thousand six hundred and forty two. I think was the number, right. something like that. Uh, although, interestingly enough, I got the number from the press before I got it from the state of the feds. I mean, I yeah. sometimes it's frustrating how government uh, works. Yeah. But at any rate, uh, I- so
1: it's I do It's tough, isn't it? I will tell you that my 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 political career in the city of Quincy, I find everything out in the newspaper. Yeah, and um, we're doing this podcast because we find everything out in the newspaper. Taxpayers of the city of Quincy don't know what's happening. The city council doesn't always know what's happening. We think we know the priorities are, and the priorities changed this whole summer because now I guess we need a marina and a, the work building there. None of those were identified in the 75 list of prog- programs that they want to do, but this is all new. And we're finding about in the paper on June 30th, worse than the federal government though, Kevin, he went and purchased the building on May 27th. So that wasn't in the right. paper. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Leaving
1: out the details, the fine details are being left out. So I I feel this pain about finding things out in the newspaper.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, it doesn't feel very good. And and maybe we should be working together.
1: Absolutely. I mean, if we actually listen to what the constituents of the city of Quincy are saying, even just let's let's just go back to the Monroe Building. They don't want us to buy it and they don't want us to use COVID money. And certainly they don't want the city of Quincy's taxpayers do not want to use our tax dollars to build a Quincy College when it could go into the state system and be much stronger for it yeah and i've heard from a lot of people and i've been to a lot of doors
0: so it seems to be his way or the highway kind In of mentality case, yeah but that brings up a bunch of monetary concerns with these things he's purchasing mm-hmm. these, this land
1: pretend like just buying it is like this yeah. visionary Not thing big deal it's a visionary thing too we free, have the money, free so money it's free money free money but the thing about it is that there's other things that come from that so you know when we're buying the marina and even the work building Who's paying for the contamination, the cleanup of the contamination? It certainly wasn't thought of when we purchased. We have no idea what the we had no appraisals done on these things. We didn't check for contamination. We didn't look for any of those things, and those things exist in those sites. And and the city taxpayers will be paying for that.
0: Yeah, and then hiring of staff to maintain.
1: Well, we own the marina. A marina, or whatever
0: it is going to be. We don't even have plans for what he what he envisions. And you can bet your bottom dollar that it's not a modest park
1: proposal. no <laughs> but the thing is too is that we become landlords so who, who's collecting the rent and where is the rent going is it going into the general fund who's who's responsible for being the um the the, the now the, the the landlord of the building yeah. if the, the plum if the if the plumbing goes bad in the monroe building or are, are our maintenance and people I guess
0: joe Shea jr has been there for a month right when
1: you're talking about yeah when you're talking about the, mar, so the, marina? the marina so joe Shea jr who i think it's Granite, i forget the name of his company but yeah. he's been i think he's been managing that part yeah so he's managing that. I think another organization is managing the Monroe building. It's just, it, it comes to all of those things. It's and then, a, it's a designated port area. Yeah, too.
0: it's a designated port area, which he kind of mentions that it was a tricky site. Mm-hmm. He's he's saying that he wants a spa for the kids, yeah. but he admits that it's a tricky site because of this designated port area. And uh, this is just a preview of some of the pushback he's probably going to get. This is from the Massachusetts Lobster Men's Association. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But dear Mayor Koch, the Massachusetts Lobstermen's Association, MLA, respectfully submits this letter of concern to you about the ongoing concerns the commercial fishermen have regarding their dockage and infrastructure needs. The MLA is greatly concerned that the commercial fishermen will no longer have access to their current and greatly needed infrastructure to maintain their business. The commercial fishermen that have been working the waters off the coast of The city of Quincy have been fighting for decades to keep what little waterfront they have when in actuality, the area they are fishing has always been given designation of port area on October 6, 1994. The designation of port area per the coastal zone management summary of regulations chapter, tell you what the chapter is. Essential to the pursuit of any type of maritime industry is the presence of the appropriate port infrastructure consisting of three basic components, a waterway and associated waterfront that have been developed for commercial navigation, land area adjoining the water's edge that is conducive to in both physical configuration and use, character to the siting of industrial operations and land-based transportation and public utility services appropriate for general industry industrial purposes. Um, and then it goes on to say some other sort of technical things, but it says, after looking over the March 26, 2010 Town River Wharf redevelopment plan, that was a while ago. Though. But his administration knew about this, right? Oh,
1: yeah. This is, this is, this is a little further down, but this is yeah. this, it's pretty much the same thing.
0: Yeah. It is clear that the city of Quincy has a much larger idea for this area and maintaining the designation of port area has been disregarded the mla is greatly concerned about this as we see as we are seeing the commercial fishing fishing industry continually displaced as new peers, projects or ideas come up all to make it better for who not the commercial fishing industry as they need this valuable access to the waterfront more than anyone as they are going to work the massachusetts lobstermen association thanks you for your thoughtful consideration of our concerns as we are looking to maintain the existing infrastructure for all our commercial fishermen here in the Commonwealth as they fish for food, not fun.
1: So the thing about this is that this is no different than we, the taxpayers didn't know on May 27th, they did a purchase and seal. I, a counselor at large elected by the taxpayers and residents of the city of Quincy didn't know um, the lobstermen and the association didn't know that they were purchasing it either. And they don't want to be cut out of the conversation. And we don't know what the development is going to be over there. Lots of things have been said. But we don't have a plan and we don't have an idea. So usually what you'll see in other towns is you'll have a public hearing of like, we're thinking about purchasing this. This is what our plans are going to be. These are how it ties into what our future state is going to be. And a buy-in will happen. And the people who are impacted will be, you know, will be part of the conversation. This is a very isolated purchase. We're purchasing the marina because... It fits into somebody's vision, but none of us get to see the vision, I guess, until we fund it and it gets done. And usually when it comes back for funding, it's like, if you don't fund it now, we won't get it done. We never even knew you were going to do it. So how about we have a a little bit more, they hate the word, transparency on what we're (laughs) doing and how it ties in. Because not all of us are loving some of the ideas that are coming up. And maybe they could be, if discussed, turned You know. Turn that brown upside down and make it into something we all want, you know, right. because right now people are really aggravated with what's happening.
0: And then he, then he goes on to, uh, to talk about, uh, I think you mentioned it earlier, mm-hmm. how, you know, if, if, if someone bought it and put up apartments, uh, they'd be squawking.
2: I could see an eight to 10 story building going there, mm-hmm. condominiums with its private marina, and everyone's been screaming, oh, here's more condominiums.
0: We have this famous clip. We'll put it up. It's famous? Somewhat famous,
2: <laughs> I so think it's famous. And I know that there's some probably naysayers out there. There we go. Some goes to the city building more pavements. Uh, <laughs> I think they sound just like that too. When I read it on Facebook, <laughs> that's how it rings in my ear. But go
0: ahead. And then he goes ahead and, and says, "They'll be, they'll be squawking if I buy the land
2: too." And the same people that be screaming there's more condominiums will be the same ones screaming, "Why are you, why are you buying land? <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. what are you gonna do with that?" I
1: mean, so we. If we knew what you were buying, if they we knew what the administration was buying the land for, if we knew what the vision was, if we knew what the direction was, I don't know if anybody would be squawking, but maybe we would because maybe we wouldn't like what the vision is, but they're not sharing any of that. They're just going out and buying, you know, to go out and just say, this is a good purchase and this is going to work this way and this is going to work that way and not share it with anybody. And then more importantly, you're... Your charter says you have to come back before the city council before you mm-hmm. buy anything. I mean, you've hidden in in the CIP monies, you've hidden in in different places, but this is not hidden. This is COVID money. This is pandemic money that's supposed to come to take care of communities during the pandemic, and we're using it for land acquisitions, willy nilly, on the things that this administration has to, has deemed important. Right. None of us, the taxpayers, none of us that live in the city of Quincy, know, and even the elected officials do not understand what we're doing or yeah. why we're purchasing it
0: and then he talks about uh his thoughts on on development mm-hmm. um, which sound yeah. similar to ours but it's not a reality and jewett street is a perfect example of yeah that. Well,
1: oftentimes you know oftentimes i will say if he when we're talking about development we have we have we align there you know, is it going to be in the downtown is it going to be on our corridor is it going to be near our train stations those are the right places for it but then you turn around and you see jewett street which is a terrible place and we and those neighbors were ton we're told Right from the get-go, right when they started, when they started making phone calls, we were told this was a done deal. Everybody we talked to was a done deal. I I, I told them it's not a done deal. You can voice your opinion. You You can stand up for your neighborhood. And that's what they're doing. And then right at the 11th hour again. We're going to pull this and put this to November 19th. Well, I just hope people are engaged because quite honestly, it's important. This is an important election. It's going to be a low turnout because it's not a big election. But, you know, I want people to come out. I want them to get engaged. I want them to get involved because your voices do matter. And they are being heard, maybe not by the administration, but they are being heard. I hear them. And, and we I'm do listening. our
0: best to get them out there for you.
1: We do. And <laughs> I I mean, honestly.
0: So that's a perfect segue for our, for, you know what's coming up next. hmm Listener mail. We got a couple letters. And as Ann was just saying, you know, stay involved and um, send us some more letters. But uh, we have a couple of good ones. First one is from, from Margaret. Hi, Ann. My name is Margaret and I've lived in Quincy for over 15 years and part-time as a kid before that. I love my neighborhood and my home. However, I am finding it really difficult to keep up with the increases in property tax. It seems as if the mayor spends as he sees fit without budgeting or monetary shortfalls. Easy fix after reconciling the numbers and seeing a shortfall, raise the taxes. Well, it is really sad that the city is doing this and pricing out the older generation and citizens who made the city what it is today. It seems as though the administration has forsaken the community.
1: Well, Margaret, I mean, we do do a budget and we, I am not agreed with the budget because it, it, we are spending too much money. and. It's not even just that, it's where we're bonding, we're paying people's salaries and bonds, and we're, we're covering their health insurance, and where their full-time employees, it's not transparent, and then we're purchasing when with COVID money. So Margaret's not wrong, and the very basics are not being taken care of. I know many people who call City Hall and they don't get responded to that.
0: Yeah. Um, the next one's from Matt. Hello, Anne. Mm-hmm. First, let me say how much I enjoy listening to your podcast. Mm-hmm. When I have time to catch up with it, I find it very interesting and informative. Thank you. Speaking of interesting, I found the recent events with Mike Bellotti entering and then almost immediately withdrawing from the race for Counselor at large to be just that. Interesting. I do not remember exactly what day it was, but it was around the time of the announcement that I answered. um, After several calls from the same number, a recorded poll asking about the upcoming election. It went through each of the races and asked me to pick who I would vote for. Mike Bellotti was listed in the at-large group. This may have been when I found out that he was running. At the end, it also asked, although he is not in the race this year, if I would vote to reelect Tom Koch as mayor. I have to admit that my first thoughts ran to the idea that given his history with Quincy College, someone may have asked him to run and present a friendly face on the city council. I thought the announcement that he was pulling out of the race made no sense. The reasons given all sounded like things that would have been considered well ahead of deciding to run maybe the decision to run was a rushed response to a friend but maybe two the results of that poll contain some bitter truth thanks again for the podcast matt from ward five what is it that callers used to say on the radio talk shows Longtime resident first time podcast
1: <laughs> well thank you matt <laughs> you know i i, I don't know I, we can't put our we we, we won't know because we won't get the results from that poll and you know, I respect um, the fact that Michael Bubba pulled. That was his choice. He, he's yeah. no. He's no longer I would
0: really love like to see this. That last question.
1: We will never know. <laughs> We will never know, and that is the that is the right of the person. It used to be that you actually had to, in your in your um, campaign finances. At least I did. It would be like for a poll, but now it's kind of hidden, so you can't even tell who's yeah. doing the polls. But yeah, so we don't know who did the poll. We won't know the results. But I do understand that there was a lot of people that were talking about. Um, you know, it wasn't just that it was the president of the college, and then it was also you know the retirements and do do getting paid for two jobs. It was a lot of different conversations. Uh, and then Mike decided to step out. So that's that's where we're at.
0: And then we have. Um one announcement for a community event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturdays in the Park is again this weekend uh, by the Wollaston Hill Association. Mm-hmm. So, Saturday, August 21st, from 3 to 8 at Safford Park. Uh, that's across from Baby Cakes, mm-hmm. uh, down the road from uh, Wollaston Tea Station. And it's the the uh, headliner is Greg Roy. Mm-hmm. He's a, a reggae artist, which would be fun. Probably would have been more appropriate in, in 90 degrees, but <laughs> <laughs> just as appropriate in maybe a hopefully sunny 80 degree day. Um, Hopefully. I hope it is. And that's at 5.30 p.m. And then I think the food is is by Craig's Cafe again.
1: Yep. Um, And baby cakes. And baby cakes. Yeah. It's a fun time. Yep. You know. It's weekly. I think it's weekly for, I think it's six weeks.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a few more weeks anyways. We've got a
1: few more weeks. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. They have games. Mm-hmm. They have. There's. It's just, it is It is a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's fun to have something to do. And you don't have to go for the whole time either. It's just even a quick hit for an hour if you want to just bring your kids and cool off and have a Have a have good a beer. Room. Yeah, they have the craft beer
0: <laughs> yeah. the tent there, which is great. Yep. So, so looking forward
1: to seeing everybody.
0: Yep. So that'll do it. That was a so busy show. That was
1: a packed show, Kevin. <laughs> packed.
0: Yep. So,
1: well, thank you, everybody. Thanks for being so kind to me at the doors. Thank you for all the offers of water. I do appreciate it. Sometimes I say no because, you know, I have to walk a lot.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But thank you very much.
0: So we'll see you again next time on City Limits. City Limits. Thanks, everybody.